<laughs> there we go. Wonderful. Before I get into the Word of God, I just want to um, let you know about a few housekeeping things, if that's okay. And um, is that okay? Good. Um, so a few weeks ago, I, uh, Becky and I went back to Nottingham to uh, preach and uh, there is a lovely lady at the church uh, who is an ex-missionary, retired missionary, her and husband. Uh, her husband um, has passed away now, but um, they both did a wonderful work in um, Germany, and uh, she came up to me and she said, she's written this wonderful book, Devotions Just For You. And uh, she said, uh, Pastor Steve, uh, I'd like to gift you uh, five of these books uh, and um, it can go towards your church. So these are 10 pounds each, they're on the coffee bar, and if you uh, wanna be blessed or bless somebody else, please pick one of these up, and uh, the money goes straight to the mission of the church. And also, um, she, as uh, missionaries, they've worked with uh, Harold Horton, who, uh, if, if you know of Harold Horton, Harold Horton, is a gifted man of the gifts of the Spirit and teaching and the gifts of the Spirit. And he wrote this wonderful book, The Gifts of the Holy Spirit. Once again, £10, there's five of these books. If you'd like uh, to take part of that, then you'd be more than welcome. Some exciting things happening in the life of the church. Who's excited? Just want to let you know, we're in conversation um, with... Um, City Bus, um, working in partnership with DBI uh, and uh, Jabo and Lillian, and um, looking at City Bus gifting us a double-decker bus uh, to have in the back of our car park so that we've got more space for kids, church, and youth. How amazing is that? Yeah. Come on. I just want to I build some faith of what God's doing right now and some of the connections, yeah? And uh, God's, we've just sang, I've seen you move, you move the mountains. I want you to know that this is just the start, okay? God's going God to move the mountains much bigger than that. And we want to create a space for a crash as well, because we're believing that we're going to have new birth into the life of the church as well, amen? So we want to have, have a crash, which is going to be open for babies, and an area for babies. We're in conversation um, with, with a couple of people in the life of the church that want to set up a mums and tots group as well uh, on a Friday. So if you're interested in that, please let me know and we'll connect you. I've had meetings with SWIM, which is Southwest Youth Ministry, and we're in conversations with some uh, uh, some people within the church who have a passion for youth as well and looking at building something really great for our young people. Amen? I want you to know, parents, we haven't forgotten about our young people. And we, we as, as the pastors of this church, we've come in and we, we're, we're doing something right now to invest into our young people, which is why we're doing our youth hangouts. And uh, we're spending time with our young people, hanging out with them. But we want to do more. We want to feed them with the Word of God. Amen? Because they're our next generation. We want to give them vision for what, what they want to do. How awesome would it be if this building was full of, of a youth ministry? Amen? How awesome will it be, okay, if 
we fill the pavilion with young people. Come on. Yesterday I went to, went to home by on Father's Day and in the evening they had live music. And I said to Alex this morning, I says, wouldn't it be great if we had a word with the organizers and we said, can we have the stage the next morning on the Sunday and we'll do an open service and invite everybody. Come on, we, we need to dream big church. I'm, I'm building faith here. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a pastor. I need you to know I'm not a pastor who sees small. I'm a pastor who sees big. Yeah? Because my God is big. Yes? My God is big. My God is mighty. And if, if, if we as church limit ourselves to, to the small, we, we restrict ourselves from what a mighty God can do. Yes? And I want you to know that I, I walk around the city every single week and I pray, God, where do you want us to be? What, what areas of this city do you want us to work in? What areas of this city do you want us to be based in? Because I believe God is going to pour us out into this city and further afield to take his word out. Yes? And I believe that God's going to use this church mightily. He's going to build an army. And the, and the preaching services that we're doing right now, they are a foundation in your life that are going to help you build something massive. Come on, let's believe for something big, church. Yesterday, um, we, Becky and I were at um, the Bazaar, which is a, a new market which has been set up by DBI. And uh, Elizabeth was serving food there yesterday, and she did a fantastic job. It, the food was amazing. He was helping out as well. It was just such a great environment. But this, was, this, this market was set outside the box, and it's happening once a month. So I've, I've said to Jabba and Lilian, I've said, what are fant what, wouldn't it be fantastic if we can organize a group of our church people to be missional, and we'll set up a stand, and we'll, we'll let people know about the gospel? We'll let people know about the Church of Jesus Christ. And if anybody needs prayer that day, we can pray for them. Amen? If people need to know something of who Jesus is, we can, we can tell them about Jesus. So we're, we're gonna, the future of that is we're going we're gonna to let some of those things happen. Amen? Proverbs 18 verse 10 says this, The name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous run into it and are safe. Do you know what, church? In recent years, we've found ourselves in unprecedented days. But today, we have confidence. Come on. Say, I have confidence. That Jesus Christ is the same today, yesterday, and forever. Amen? I have confidence that Jesus is the Alpha and Omega. He is the beginning and the end. Amen? I have confidence today, you and I have confidence today, that our God is our refuge in our time of need. Amen? Amen? We have confidence today that Jesus is the one who saves. We have confidence today that Jesus is the one who brings us peace in times of trouble. Anybody needs some peace this morning? Oh, you know, sometimes... The storms can get high. We're going to talk about that in a bit. But I know that Jesus is the one 
who gives life as well. So today, church, we have confidence that he is the life giver. Amen. You see, in days where worry and uncertainty may be invading your life, let me ask us a question. Where is our foundation? We've been, we've been doing a, a, a series over the last few months called Kingdom Builders, and we've been working through the Sermon of the Mount, and it's been, it's been wonderful to kind of dip in and out of different things, and we're going to be ending that today, but we're going to be ending it on, on a, a sermon today called Kingdom Foundation, and I think it is so right that we finish on this, because if our foundation is not right, come on, we're not going to be able to build anything. Or what we build is not going to be strong enough. I remember helping my father-in-law build a foundation for his shed one day. And uh, he'd asked me and my brother-in-law to do the mix, and he needed to rush off and go and, and do something. Now, I'm not a builder. I want you to know that. And Jim would describe me as a painter as I get more on the floor than I do on the wall. So if you see paint spots around the church on the floor, that is me that has done that. So um, forgive me, Lord, <laughs> for painting your house in the wrong places. <laughs> but this is what happened. My father-in-law had to uh, go off, and he, he gave me and my brother-in-law strict instructions on how to mix the concrete that was needed for this foundation. So some would say that was his first mistake, leaving us on our own. During, during the time when we were mixing it and we were doing this uh, concrete mix, uh, I kind of lost concentration. And my brother-in-law isn't that good at uh, staying concentrated as well, if I'm honest. And I couldn't remember how much sand and how much cement I put in the mix. And logic would suggest there was two of us, so one of us should have remembered. But here's the thing, not one of us could remember what we'd put in the mix. So we decided to roll with it. We'll wing it. Now, sometimes it's good to wing these things and wing life, just go on with life. But this was not one of those occasions. Because we laid the foundation, and over time we realized the mix wasn't right because the foundation had crumbled and it had broken away. You see, foundation matters, church. I want you to know that today. Foundation matters. Let's get into the Word of God. In Matthew 7, verse 24 to uh, 29, I believe we're going to be reading from. So it'll come up on the screen. It says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the wind blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. Next slide, please. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. 
the rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowd were amazed at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority and not as their teachers of the law. Wow. You see, this passage comes at the end of the Sermon of the Mount. And um, the Sermon of the Mount is, is, is about practical instructions for us. And we've been working through some of that. So turn the other cheek. Be like salt and light in the world. Avoid lust and anger. Or judge. Don't worry. Don't judge others. Do your acts of righteousness for men. Don't do your acts of uh, righteousness for men's applause. These are just some of the things we've been looking at and we've been working through over the last few months. See, the story that we find in these verses is a story of two builders. One chooses, uh, one chooses one foundation and the other chooses another foundation. But only one could withstand the storm. So my question to us today is, what is our life built on today? What are we building our life on today? You see, we live in a world that loves to throw the next great strategy, don't we? I'm a strategist. I love strategy. And this world, it fills us with lots of different um, get-quick-rich schemes. Yeah? TikTok is, is, is like that wonderful place that kind of says, I can make you a millionaire in five weeks. If that was that easy, I want you to know we'd all be millionaires, wouldn't we? See, we have influencers in this world that identify themselves as influencers. And this is something that is a bit of a, a, bit of a thing for me right now, is we're living our lives being influenced by other people and other things, and the greatest influencer in this world is being ignored, and his name is Jesus. You know, if you follow somebody, make sure they know Jesus. And make sure that they are speaking the word of Jesus into your life. If you've been influenced by somebody, make sure they're influencing you for the good. Don't let somebody influence you for the bad. See, right now, there are people that pretend to inf influence for the good but they have a back door that influences for the bad. And the devil is using pe people, especially for young men right now, and I'm prophesying this right now, a lot of young men are being influenced by particular influences that they think are right, but these influences are leading them down the wrong path. Oh, it's all right, it's just a bit of a storm. I'm on the right foundation, don't worry. <laughs> Our influence has to come from Jesus. You see, what we believe will determine what we build our lives around. How many of us know that? Yes? 
What we believe will determine what we build our lives around. You see, Jesus tells this story so that you and I will understand that we have a choice. A choice to hear his word or not. But not just hear his word, but act on it. You see, a choice that we can put our trust in an ever-changing world, or we can choose to put our trust in an ever-changing God. Come on. My God is an ever-changing God. He is the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow. I know where I'm putting my trust today. See, the truth is that we all build our lives on some kind of foundation, and we all have a choice what foundation we build on. Today, you might be facing a storm in your life, dealing with the difficult with a difficult or broken relationship. You see, that's what our world is dealing with right now. Relationships are broken. How sad is that? God built us for a relationship. I want you to know that if you're dealing with a broken relationship today, God sees your heart. And he's with you. Maybe today you're going through financial difficulties. Maybe today you've got bad health or you're in pain in your life. And thank you for everybody who's been praying for my back this week. I'm doing much better today, but I'm believing that God is going to put the disc back into place. For those of you who don't know, I suffer with a prolapsed disc. I have done for the last three years, but I'm believing God is going to strengthen my back. Please continue to pray for that. Maybe you're dealing with the death of somebody, somebody that you love. Maybe you're dealing with disgrace, or maybe you're dealing with being laid off from work. But today, there is someone whom you can put your trust in. He is a firm, a strong tower, a place of refuge and strength, and his name is Jesus. At the age of seven, I chose to put my trust in Jesus and build my life on him. I'm now 40. A few months ago, I celebrated 33 years of being a a Christian, of following Jesus. And whilst there's been many storms, I want to, to tell you that this is my testimony. While there's been many storms, I can say I've had a foundation which has withstood every single storm. Amen. Number two, the right foundation matters. Building on the right foundation matters, yes? No matter how good the materials are, without the right foundation, the structure will fall. What's true of our life is without the right foundation, our physical lives can often feel like everything has fallen around us. In the verses in Matthew that we've just read, Jesus gives two illustrations of building on sand or rock. Whilst it's true that building on sand may be quicker, sand is forever shifting. It's forever shifting. I remember on one of our holidays, Isaac would often build a sandcastle. I mean, I'm talking a few years ago because he's 11 years old now. 
but he'd, be, he'd often love to build a sandcastle. But then what he would do as the day went on, he'd watch the sea come in and it would knock it down. And actually, he had a great joy of knocking the sandcastles down as well when his sisters would build them for him. But that can be the same for our lives. We build our lives on something that is ever-shifting. And when it gets knocked down, we have to rebuild again. You see, when we build our lives on Jesus, we have a foundation that we can build from. If you fall, you don't have to then rebuild. You can build from that place. How amazing is that? Because you've got, you've got a God who loves you. This mic's having some fun. <laughs> we'll, we'll sort it out. Don't worry. You see, before the storms came to these two houses, they looked identical, didn't they? In the scripture, when we read of the builders who built their two houses, the houses looked identical. They may have, they may have both been attractive and spacious and comfortable on the surface. You couldn't have really tell which house was built on the sand and which was anchored deep in the rock. But it's only when the storm came, when the storm hit, that you could see the difference. And that's just the truth with our lives. You see, when the storms hit, that's how we know where we are anchored. When the storms hit our lives, when the devil wants to come and destroy, that's where we know where our lives are anchored. Because if we don't anchor our lives with God, we can sometimes fall and shift. But with the right foundation, God is our solid rock. You see, when we build our lives on golf, we can trust that God's wisdom, we can trust in God's wisdom when life is confusing. We can stand on God's strength when we are weak. We can look beyond the present situation and see God's purpose when we build our lives on the solid rock. When we build our lives on the solid rock, we can stand on grace in times of personal failure. Church, come on. We all fall short of the glory of God, but I tell you that when we build our lives on the solid rock, we can, we can rebuild it from the place. We can, we can build from that place and we don't have to build from nothing. See, now maybe like never before, our lives, now like maybe before, in our lives we find ourselves, we're feeling uncertainty and fear, but there's a foundation like no other, an unwavering foundation, never shifting. And his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. We've sang about it this morning. His name is Jesus. Isaiah 28 verse 16 says this. So this is what the sovereign Lord says. See, I lay a stone in Zion. A tested stone. A precious cornerstone. For a sure foundation, the one who relies on it will never 
be stricken with panic. His name is Jesus. Psalm, Psalm 62 verse 2 says, Truly, he is my rock and my salvation, and he is my fortress. I will never be shaken. His name is Jesus. Psalm 94 verse 22 says these words, But the Lord has become my fortress, and my God is my rock in whom I take refuge. His name is Jesus. Church, there is a foundation on which we can trust. Jesus said in Matthew 7, anyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man. Who wants to be wise men and women of God today? Come on. Where are we putting our foundation? The first step that we've got we've to do is we've got to hear what God is saying in these verses. The sec second is we must listen and act on what God is saying. You see, practically, I think this means several things. I think it means that we've got to be a people who read the Word of God. There are so many Christians today that don't read the Word of God. Our faith, church, our faith is built on the Word of God. Can I encourage you today? Open your Bible. If you haven't opened your Bible in a long time, open it. For those of you who don't struggle with reading, I was one of those people. Do you know what? Technology is so great today. We have Ordo Bibles that are completely free of charge. If you need help with that, then let me put you in contact with that. But feed yourself with the Word of God daily. The Word of God needs to be poured into your life. The second thing is worship. Sometimes we just worship on a Sunday. And sometimes we don't even worship on a Sunday. He's worthy of praise. Jesus, who is our solid rock, is worthy of praise. If you are battling through a storm today, let me tell you, worship is your weapon. Worship is your weapon against the enemy because when you worship, your focus is on God. Your eyes are fixed on him. You see, when you lift up the name of Jesus, when you give him glory, when you worship his name because he is worthy of praise, the enemy flees. He has no place. Your foundation is solid. I've seen you move. You move the mountains, and I believe I'll see you do it again. You've made a way where there was no way, and I believe I see you do it again. Church, I can't sing in tune, but I, I will worship because whatever comes out of my mouth is like sweet honey to God. Come on. <laughs> he 
it's not just about singing. There's something about our spirits. Worship is about pouring out. It's our gift to God. It's our time with God. So often we think, oh, I don't like that song. I'm not going to sing it. Oh, it's a bit loud. Don't decide. It's not that, guys. Is our offering to God. Whatever worship looks like, it is our offering to God. We need to remember that. You see, I also believe that if we're going to build our lives on a solid rock, church has to be part of our life as well. Yeah? Church has to be part of our life. Back on. There we go. See, for many of us, we could dip in and out of church. We'll come one week, we'll miss a week. But church has to be a foundation in our lives. This is family. The body of Christ is part of our foundation. It's how we get fed. It's how the word of God is fed into our lives. It has to be a solid part of our lives, guys. Don't hear me wrong. We all need a holiday. We all need to have breaks. There's sometimes where we can't go, we can't go to church. I, don't hear me wrong. Please don't. I'm not condemning you if, you if you have to work some weeks and different things. That's not. Don't hear me wrong. What I'm saying is church has to be a part of our life. Yes? It's where we get fed. The second thing about listening is it's not just about hearing it's about acting on the truth it's knowing it's not just about knowing about God it's about acting on who God is in our lives see if you're going to build on a solid foundation we must actually do what God wants us to do If you want to live from a place of foundation and strength, you must do what God has asked you to do. Go out and make disciples. Oh. Preach the word of God. Love thy neighbor. Feed the hungry. Clothe the poor. Oh. You know, we're, we're going to... The church of Jesus Christ here in Plymouth, we're going to do some great things. And we're going, to, we're going to provide some of those things, but we need people to rise up. We need people to get vision. It's not just the pastor's job. I want you to know that. If you've got a vision for something in this city, come and talk to me. We'll, we want to empower. This church is about empowering and releasing. It's not about one man Doing, doing everything. Because I can't. This is about a family standing together with a vision 
and being released to do the will and purpose of God. See, today, maybe there's a challenge for us. Am I building my life on Christ as my cornerstone? See, building on Christ means we put our faith in him. But it also means that we set our lives according to his will and purpose. Aligning ourselves with Jesus means being prepared to change. <laughs> we don't like that word, do we? Change. See, so often we're very comfortable where we are. But if we're building our lives on a solid foundation, we've got to be prepared to constantly be changing, evolving, growing. Come on, think about it. I'm a big fella. And if I keep growing, my cl- I grow out of my clothes. So I need new clothes. <laughs> it's the same with your life. You cannot stay in the same place. If you grow out of your jacket, your spiritual jacket, you're going to need a new jacket. And you've got to walk into that space. Because God doesn't want you to work from a place of captivity where your clothes don't fit and they're about to split off. God wants you to work from a place of space and freedom. So if you're going to build your life on a solid rock, you need to be prepared for change. I want you to look, look at it this way. You see, when I married Beck, I'm not the same person that I am today, the day I married Becky. You see, as we drew close together as a couple and Christ, we both changed. We both evolved into a different relationship. We grew. Why? Because you can't stay in the same place if you live in your life in relationship. And that is the same for us and Christ. If we live our life in relationship with Jesus Christ, we cannot stay the same. Oh, come on church, if we believe it, Jesus has changed me from the inside out. I've been made new. I'm building my life on the solid rock, but Jesus is changing my life from the inside outward. So that means as I continue to grow nearer and closer to God, my life has to change from the, outside, from the inside out. People will know a difference in you. People will be able to say there is a difference in you. <laughs> Come on. You see, as Christ lives in us, he imparts life into us. We've been made new. We've been made alive in Christ. See, being made alive in Christ means being built on Christ. It means serving God in so many ways. Living a life of sacrifice. You see, when we truly understand this, God delights in us. When we build our lives on a solid rock, God delights in us. Jesus, may you delight on this house. May you delight on this city. See, you're not alone. Look around the world. Look around this room. 
You've got brothers and sisters. We're here to do this together. We stand with Jesus together. In John 14, verse 6, Jesus speaks these words. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to me except through the Father. See, Jesus is the way. When we build our lives on him, he is the way, the truth, and the life. And what Jesus is saying here is that through knowing him and following him, we may have a true relationship with him, and God will lead us. Alex, why don't you come up? As we bring this series to a close, I want to challenge us. I hope, I hope that's okay. Maybe we need to think about the foundations that we're building our lives on. As I wrote, as I wrote this, this sermon, I really sense God just say, some people are building their lives on the wrong foundation. And I know that's very easy to, to kind of say that. But sometimes we have to reassess our lives constantly and check our lives to make sure that we are building it on God. You see, some of us, we've, 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 we're leaning on the world. We're leaning on our own understanding. Some of us have been, become comfortable. You see, it's really easy. When we give our lives to Jesus, we stay in one place. We get so far and we say, Jesus, I'm, I'm willing to go this far. And we stop. We become comfortable. The jacket's comfy. And we've not stretched it any further. And right now, I want us to stretch. I want us to grow. Maybe you today, you, you, you're in this place and it's time to just say, God, I give my life afresh to you. I choose to place you as my foundation. Can I invite us to stand? Where you are right now, maybe your response needs to be just hold out your arms and say, God, I give my life afresh to you. I'm going to pray that over people's lives. If that is you, if that's you today, maybe just open your hands to God. Say, God, I, I want to, to grow in you. I want to give my life afresh to you. I want to see things that are greater than my eyes can ever see or believe. Because I put my trust in you, God. See, if you want to see the things that I spoke about at the beginning, you've got to put your trust in a solid foundation. You've got to remember that God is the rock that never changes. reach out our hands. Holy Spirit, we pray fall in this place right now. 
speak into lives. Lord, I know you've been speaking through your word today into hearts and minds. I pray, Father God, Holy Spirit, right now, for anybody that needs a fresh outpouring of your Holy Spirit, I pray, Lord God, pour out your Spirit in this place right now on people. We pray, Lord God, where people have become comfortable, Lord God, stretchers, help us to grow, Lord God. We say, Lord God, right now, I choose to place my life in your hands afresh, Lord Jesus. I choose to build my life on you, Lord God. Lord, I want to see your kingdom come and your will be done here on earth as in heaven. And today, God, I place my trust in you. I build my foundation on you today. Help me to see heaven here on earth, Lord God. Jesus, we believe that we were going to see healings, Lord God. We believe that miracles will happen. Lord Jesus, that you will make a way. Lord God, that you will provide more than we could ever believe or see, Lord God. Because you are a God who is full of abundance. I pray over every life here today, Lord God. Fill people afresh. Anoint people afresh, Lord God. In your mighty name. Amen. Jesus.